Now, I thought I already done told y'all to get off my property, okay? So if y'all want to get crazy, we can get crazy. Now, the cops are already on their way. Hey, 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 hey! So just behave I mean there's no escape Let's hope you make that drop Because you really don't want to take me off And oh, what fun I will tell you what to do And you will get it done And oh, don't run You'll find your nightmare here Has only just begun Welcome to my home Horror for Dummies episode 82. I'm your host Tim, and with me, as always, once again, this very week is the bell from hell, Jalisa. Hello, listeners. How are we today? They are good. They just told me. How are you, honey? I'm good. How are you? I'm. I'm. I'm not Jeez, good. Jeez, dramatic much? No, look, it's been a long time coming, and, and I, I think it's about time that I finally get something off my chest. And what's that? Oh my god. Look, okay, I want to be real. I want to be truthful with the listeners right now. And truthful to to you as well, honey. I've been doing this for years. Yep, I've been doing it for years. And I used to go, I used to come to this table and and I used to have so much pride and passion and and what I do and, and so much joy. But lately, lately I'm finding, I'm finding it so much harder to bring a smile to my face. I'm 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 starting to realize that I'm losing my smile. And it's starting to really hurt my confidence and just my passion for 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 this, for this thing that I've been doing for years. And I've been thinking lately, why do I keep doing it? Why do I continue doing the thing that I do? And it's come to my realization that maybe I should stop. Maybe I should give it all away. Maybe I should just quit it and be done with it for good. And I think I was thinking to myself, maybe that's a good thing to do. I need to clear my mind and get a level head because right now I'm not happy. I'm just not happy. I'm depressed and I just feel lethargic with all this bullshit nagging on my mind. So we had last week off and it really gave me a good mind to just come and think about things and put things in perspective, and, and, and I come to the realization that I'm done. I'm just done. I'm over it. I'm sick of it. And it's with my honor to tell you right now that I, Timothy John Davis of Horror for Dummies podcast, am now quitting the WWE. I'm done with wrestling, Julissa. I'm sick of it. I had yeah. no idea what the fuck you were talking about there. And I was like, yeah. I had no idea you were depressed. You thought I was going on about this show. 
I was for a second there because she kept going. <laughs> no, this show is awesome. But seriously, this show compared to the WWE, it's like, I don't know, Jaws compared to Sharknado. My <laughs> goodness. For any people out there who are wrestling fans, I, you, you know my pain. Super Showdown was just on and my God, what a shit show. You know what? I am saying right now and I have already um, unsubscribed. I cancelled my, uh, my WWE um, network. Um, thing. Yeah. I'm not paying them anymore. I'm not paying them to watch shit. I am quitting WWE. I'm now elite. All elite wrestling. Anyway, that's enough about me. This is a horror movie podcast, <laughs> not a wrestling. Sometimes I wish I had a wrestling podcast to vent my frustrations. One day. Maybe one day. <sighs> anyway, this show... <laughs> this one's going to be fun. I can tell you that much. We, if, 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 <laughs> uh, I know there were some people out there that saw uh, the video that I posted on the Horror for Dummies Facebook page. But if you didn't, I posted a little clue about what movie we're doing. And if you're listening to this, I'm sure you probably already know since it's on the fucking title of this of this episode. But uh, <laughs> the clue was I played I played a certain song. A certain song that has five on it. And uh, I and people gave me their clues as as to what uh, what movie we're doing. And of course, the movie that we are doing this week is Jordan Peele's Us. What a fun episode this is going to be! Because oh my god, I going going back on 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 um why I love doing this show. I have found out so much about this movie that I did not even see. The first time I watched it. And we'll get into it. There is a lot to talk about uh, of the movie Us, Jaleesa. Yep. You know? Yep. Jordan Peele's a smart boy. I'm going to tell you that much. We'll get into that later. First, we have to talk about the horrors. What horrors have you done? We have to talk about the newsroom. Um, continue our franchise fight. Man, we have a lot to talk about. We do. So, Jaleesa, I think it's about time that we ask the very, very personal question that we do each and every week. What horrors have you done? What horrors have you done? <clears throat> oh, man. We had a week off. And I'm going to tell you, I have done a lot of horrors. Uh, most of them I won't be talking about in this episode because you're getting a, a special out now episode with five different reviews on it soon. Wow, five. So, uh, yeah, so uh, we'll talk about those movies when that comes out. But for right now, Jaleesa, what horrors have you done? All right. Uh, this week I have visited a movie called Clown on Netflix. Oh, shit. Yeah. Eli Roth presents. <clears throat> this actually surprised me, the gore especially. Haven't you seen this at all? No. My I watched God. the start. And that was about it. Oh, I wish I could go back and have a clear mind of not seeing this movie again. Like, did, did you like it? Yeah, I enjoyed it. Yeah? Um, how they didn't hold back on killing the kids was a massive shock. Mm-hmm. And the gore factor. So do you know the story about this movie? Uh, no. So, okay, the story about this movie, how it was made, it's uh, kind of interesting. <laughs> uh, the, the two creators, I, I can't think of their name, they're two young... Um, up and comers, they created a short, a short little film called Clown, obviously, and uh, it wasn't meant to get any traction. It was just meant to be a fun project, but they put Eli Roth's name onto it and posted it up on YouTube. Eli Roth got caught of this 
and contacted the guys and quote unquote the guys say we thought we were in trouble for using his name without his permission. Yeah. Eli Roth turned around and goes, I fucking love this. Let's make this shit. Yeah. And that's how the movie came to be. That's now, pretty cool. Here in Australia, we got clown in like 2014. In America, something happened with distribution and they didn't get it till, I think, 2016, maybe even 2017, but years later. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, I, something happened. But man, I, I saw this years before my American friends did. Yeah. So, but nonetheless, um, I, I love it. I think it's a great film. Yeah. Gives a. Uh, Pennywise a run for his money, this clown. He does, definitely. <laughs> yeah. I love how the demon's attached to the clown outfit as well. Yeah. I liked that spin. That yeah. was cool. And the look of the demon was pretty awesome. <laughs> it is. When he changed. There is a, uh, well, there, I mean, there is a, a, a fan-made trailer of It Chapter 2 going around that everyone thought was real. And it has clips of the movie Clown in it. And I saw it, and I'm like, that's that's the movie Clown. That's not it. <laughs> and that's when I knew the trailer was a fake. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, another one I visited, uh, I finally got to watch The Perfection. Oh, snap. Yeah. Snap. The newest Netflix adaptation. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, it's not a Netflix film, even though it says it is. Netflix didn't make it. It was already made. Netflix just bought it, so. Yeah. Have to go into the technicality of these things, Julissa, otherwise we get in trouble. <laughs> but, um, okay, what did you think? Um, it was nothing what the um, trailer portrayed. Uh-huh. How it's totally is, different. How good is that trailer, right? It's good. Yeah. That's what a trailer should be. Throws you completely off. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was a very interesting story. Like, um, yeah. Are we doing um, spoilers or spoiler free? You really want spoilers, don't you? Um, sort of. All right, fine. All right, if you guys have not seen The Perfection yet, and I mean you should have. I mean, I fucking posted a review on it a lot long ago, and everyone's talking about it. If you haven't seen The Perfection yet, fast forward like three minutes. Jaleesa is going to spoil The Perfection. And go. <laughs> uh, I love the twist that Charlotte ended up being the good guy. Yeah. At the end. Yeah. Yeah. Which twist? There's like 24 of them. Well, her. How the whole yeah. time you thought, oh, this bitch, she's like a jealous cunt. Yeah. Excuse my French. Um, yeah, then she ends up being like the good, good guy. Uh, I thought it was fucking brutal how they stuffed up and then they got raped for it. Mm-hmm. I'm, I really like how you don't see it though. Like, they yeah. gave the illusion, like, you've seen him, like, blurry, naked walking. Yeah. That was it. That's all they need to show. Like, yeah, I know, I know what you mean. You don't need to see the rape. Yeah. It's implied enough, and it's enough to make you uncomfortable, especially when he's implying it to the young Asian girl. Yeah. That, that was like, oh. That was another throw-off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I thought he was going to go for it, but... <laughs> yeah. Um, Speaking of rape, how about that fisting, right? <laughs> Well, it's not really a fist. Well, it's like a nub. It gives term to a new age of fisting <laughs> and nubbing. I'm going to give you a good nubbing. <coughs> but hey, she she didn't actually get it up there. Yeah, that part fooled me too. Yeah, so did he. Um, I was I, a little bit disappointed. Why you wanted it? I wanted the nubbing to go up. Yeah, go up. Yeah, I'm sick like that. Yeah, you're a weirdo. 
I, I loved in this movie how it rewinded everything and it showed you what actually happened. Do you think it did it too much though? Because yeah. I've heard complaints about people saying it worked the first time, but then they did it like three other times and it kind of lost its effect. It didn't bother me at all, but mm. I heard a lot of people had problems with that. Um, no, I didn't have a problem with it. They only did it like, what, like twice. Mm. I found it fine. Yeah, okay. Yeah, it was really the only time when the she gave her hallucinogens and mm-hmm. then when she went to the house. Yes. I think that was the only two times. Yeah, I think so, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Uh, did you like the... <laughs> did the, the scene with the knife at the end make you cringe? You know, when it goes into her arm? And he starts cutting? Yeah. Yeah. I expected a bigger reaction Fucking from her, though. bravo. And then, um... How after she was kind of just, like, sitting there. Like, yeah, you'd think I, she'd be yeah. in more pain, like... Uh, you'd, you'd think she'd be dying from blood loss. <laughs> yeah. Um, like, a main arteries there, pretty much, Yeah, exactly. Um, e- either way, I mean, like, it was cool. And it's, I've never seen that before in a horror movie. Yeah. So that was, like, when I was watching, I was like, ah, shit. Mm. That fucked me up. <laughs> but then I was confused again, because they, like, hacked into his neck and yep. cut him all up and shit. Mm-hmm. But then... They came on and performed for him again, and then he was all fine top half, but then all of his limbs were cut off. Yeah. So they. I was confused with what happened there. So they've taken away his his power. He can't teach anymore. They've done yeah. what they've done it to him. But he had no cuts or anything on his neck, like when they had the fight in the room. Yeah. All that was gone. Yeah. You can just. Disregard that. So then, then I was confused. Like, did that part not actually happen? <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. But then, no, the chick was actually missing her arm as well. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which, so I'm guessing this happened sometime later. I'm guessing so too. Maybe. Yeah. But either way, did you like it? Yeah, I enjoyed would it. Would you recommend it? Yeah, I would. Yeah? Yeah. It was cool. That's good. Mm. Um, okay, you've had two. Fuck off, I want one. Okay, go. It's my turn. Um, I'm going to come in with my Netflix recommendation of the week, and I'm talking about a little movie called <laughs> The Meg. Yes, yes, The Meg, the big shark movie. And we're talking about another shark movie. Typical Tim from Horror for Dummies. That's all he fucking does. Shut up. I don't care. <laughs> the Meg just came on Netflix and I watched it and I needed a Netflix recommendation so this is the one you're getting. Deal with it. Uh, the Meg is a over-the-top ridiculous film but god damn is it fun. Mm-hmm. It's uh, It, it could have been done better. There could have been a lot more gore, uh, a lot more action scenes, I agree, but for the most part it's a fun movie and I think you should just sit down, shut up and watch it. It's 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 a it's a, a stupid over the top action giant monster movie. Yeah. That's what you're getting. I I recommend it. I remember giving this an eight out of ten. I'm gonna go down to a seven out of ten because there are things that they could have done better, but it's still enjoyable. I still recommend it. Hmm. So yeah, um, I'm gonna come with the second one since you. I did too. Yeah, fair yep. enough. Um, I'm, this one actually, this is another one on, on Netflix at the moment. It's called The Lovely Bones. Um, now, I'm not going to go deep into this because it's not entirely horror. Uh, for the most part, it's nowhere near horror. But there are hor- horror elements sprinkled throughout. Basically, what happens is there is a young girl who gets murdered. 
and she watches over her family um, through purgatory and, and kind of refuses to go to heaven until she can see uh, the end of this guy, kind of in a roundabout way. Uh, this movie made me cry. <laughs> a lot. <laughs> I feel I feel I spent and it has a runtime of two hundred two hours and fifteen minutes. I feel I spent about two hours of those two hours and fifteen minutes crying. Aww. Yeah, it, it uh it, it affected me. And I wasn't here to see it. <laughs> no, Damn. Luckily. Uh <laughs> it stars Mark Warburg um in it, Marky Mark. Mm-hmm. There is a scene where Mark Warburg loses it. Um from the death of his daughter. He did good. It good like it shattered me. He did such an amazing job that it crushed me. Um, he just he just loses it and basically I, I, I see what what he does is kind of how I would react if I lost one of my kids. Um, yeah, I, it's a, it's a beautiful brilliant film directed by Peter Jackson from Lord of the Rings and um, Dead Alive and all those cool movies um i highly suggest giving it a go it's not horror but there's horror there's enough horror in it for me to speak about it so that's why i'm speaking about it so the lovely bones go check it out it's on netflix now if you have a spare two and two hours and 15 minutes (laughs) so yeah um joisa it's your time to go yes um another one i watched which we can both talk about was uh rim of the world disgusting title i know um, yeah, I don't really get that. What does that, that was the have camp. to do with the movie? That was the camp, the name of the camp Room they went to. Of, oh, right. Room of the World. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm not a fan of that title at all. Uh, okay, so Rim of the World. This is another Netflix um, acquire. It's just, uh, it's a new one too. Uh, let me just go into the plot synopsis here. So, four misfits teenagers join forces to save the world when an alien invasion interrupts their summer camp. This one, and this is another one that's not entirely horror, but it has a lot of horror elements to it. Uh, what did you think? Um, I liked the take on it. It was interesting. Yeah. It was kind of like Star Wars meets, what would you say? Star Wars. There is so much to this film. <laughs> um, the, the, okay, the, the thing I had about this film is who who's it, who's it applying to? Like, Who's it directed at? I have no idea who this is directed at. I mean, it, it has parts in it that are like um, ki- kids level jokes. There are other parts that are really over the top grotesque that are for over the age adults. And there's there's stuff in it that's that's mindless child humor for teenagers. So I, I don't understand who this was directed at. Yeah. Um, it is a it is in the vein of an eighties kids film, much like uh, I got sense of Goonies, E. T. Uh, those type of films. Yeah, children on bike films, um, and yes, that is that is a subgenre at the moment. We're having a lot of them. So um, this one was like car slash bike. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there, it, I enjoyed it for the most part. I did have problems with it. The um, CGI wasn't great. No. No, um, and and some of the jokes did fall flat. There was one joke right at the start of the movie that made me lose my shit. I thought it was fucking hilarious. It involves a black kid and let's say his mobile phone. Um, But I I, I thought it was goddamn hilarious. (laughs) Um, 
I recommend this. Yeah, I thought the kids' characters were funny. Yeah. Uh, they for, seem to work. Yeah, for the, they're, they're very stereotypical, though. I mean, the black kid is a black kid. He's a typical, stereotypical black kid. Um, the Asian's pretty much an Asian, if you get my gist, you know? And you but can, the black kid was putting it on, though. Yeah, but still, it's a stereotype. I mean, and, and like, you can kind of predict where this movie's going to go mm. from the start. Like, as soon as the alien invasions hits, you know how it's going to wrap up. Yeah. So it is predictable. I will give you that. Uh, this is another one. I, I gave it a 6 out of 10. It's enjoyable. It's an above average film, but it does have problems. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. So, I don't know. You got anything to add about it? Um, no, not really. The whole promise of the movie was pretty cool, but the CGI let it down quite a bit. Yeah. That's that, fair. Yeah, it was enjoyable. Okay. Uh, you got anything more to add? Um, No. You done? I got one more to add, and this is something new that I'm I'm doing. Uh, I'm 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 calling it fill in the gaps. So basically, what I'm doing is I am starting back to like the 1940s. Uh, at the moment, I'm I'm in 1942, so I'm just going and watching films that I may have missed, horror films that I might have missed, and I'm working my way up from the from the early days up to present day. So my first one that I've done was I watched Cat People from 1942. And I'm not going to go deep into this because this movie was boring. God damn, it was boring. And I didn't really understand what was happening. I have a bit of a problem with the films back in the 40s. I, there's a problem with the audio. And I can't exactly make out what they're saying. Um, so I need subtitles on. And if they don't have subtitles, then I have a problem. Because half the time, I can't make out what the audio is saying. Um, <laughs> or you're just going too deaf. Maybe, yeah, that's probably more realistic. We'll mm. go with that. Uh, Cat People, yeah, from 1942. I say skip this. I, I gave it a five. It's it's a it's a strange story. I just, I wasn't big into it. It kind of lost me. Yeah. I ended up looking at my phone a lot. Yeah, yeah. The next one, the next um, fill in the gap movie I'm going to do, I'm interested in. It's called Tarantula. And I'm keen as to watch that. But I've got to wait till Joyce is not home because she won't let me watch it. So, yeah. Hey, that's that's it. I'm done with the horrors that I've been looking at lately. Mm. So Okay, good. Let's get into the Horror for Dummies breaking news. This is Horror for Dummies breaking news. Coming in with Horror for Dummies news this week, our first story... Netflix announces upcoming Stranger Things mobile game. Yahoo. <laughs> Yahoo. Don't um, sound excited. I'm not really, to be perfectly honest. Strang- uh, Stranger Things, I'm not the biggest fan. I can. I, I, I know, thought you liked it. I do, but there are fans out there that fucking love Stranger Things and will do anything and get any fucking merchandise they can get their little hands on. Me, not so much. I mean, I'll watch it when it comes out. I am not dying for it. There's other things that I'm excited for. And a Stranger Things mobile game. Um, Pass. It doesn't, yeah, doesn't interest me that much. I mean, I wasn't really into... I'm not really into the mobile games. Like when they had the uh, Pokemon Go. Yeah. They had that. Um, and all these all these things. Like I've never really been into it. It's, it's, not my, it's not my jam, you know? Well, that Pokemon one became pretty um, fucking dangerous. Yeah. So people just started walking and like, oh, Pokemon, not even watching where they're going. 
Yeah, but the, the, <laughs> this is stupid. The, the article said it's a location-based RPG puzzler. Um, the mobile game will re, re-image the Stranger Things universe in the style of an 80s Saturday morning cartoon. Okay, yeah, okay. and that's all it's really given us. Um, it's going to be weird, because how can you really play that in game form? I think it'll be hard. Actually, it continues here. Through location-based mechanics and Google Maps integration, players can explore the upside down, hidden around them in their daily travels and work with fellow fans to fight back its emergent evils. So by that sounds, it sounds exactly the same as Pokemon Go, but it's Stranger Things. And I heard that they're doing a Mario Kart thing, so this is going to be fucking crazy. It is. Um, yeah, so I don't know. I don't know. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> <laughs> Next story. Uh, our second story. After yesterday's social media premiere, you can now watch the Three from Hell trailer. The Three from Hell trailer has finally dropped. Uh, would you call it a trailer? It's more of a teaser, right? Teaser, sneak peek. I. How do you feel about it? I'm excited. I'm keen to know how they survived um, so the end of the Devil's Rejects. Yeah, so am I. So am I. And what happens, uh, like how they got out of there. But yeah, I'm keen. I'm keen. Um, I, look, I, I'm, I'm excited to watch it. I love the Devil's Rejects. House of the Thousand Corpses is great too. This one here, the trailer, the, the teaser didn't give you anything. Which is great. Uh, well, that's the teaser. Apparently there's a full trailer coming out in July. So, Don't I think watch it. I've I've seen enough. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll wait till the movie comes out. Yep. Stop it! Stop it, Grand Girl. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, go check it out if you want, but it really doesn't spoil or give you anything for that matter. I just find it it made me more excited for when it comes out. Yeah, yeah, I'm excited. Apparently, September it's going to drop. So, can you wait till September? I'm sure I can. You're gonna have to. <laughs> uh, is that it? I think that's it. Back Slow to you. Slow news week. Mm. Um, we can mention that there's a new Blair Witch game coming out. That got announced the other day. Forgot to mention that. I don't care. Another don't thing care. I don't care about. Ah, oh, man. There was a Blair Witch game that came out like around the same time as the original movie. And I remember it was shit. <laughs> Yeah, what, well, as in okay. slow let, or let, what? Let me clarify. I remember me being shit because I couldn't figure out how to fucking play it. So, <laughs> and I, I just lost all hope. I just so lost interest. So that's probably why you thought it was shit. Well, no, according to other people who have played the game, it was shit. So I didn't really miss out on much. I'm sure um, they would have upped it a lot. Yeah, I, I don't know. Like, what are they going to do? You're going to be walking around in the woods and trying to find your way back? Going to see that, some scary witches. That sounds boring to me. And some pile of eh, rocks. Eh, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not into it. Anyway, that's it for horror, uh, breaking news. That's it. Back right. to you. Cool. All right, let's start with our... Let's continue our, our franchise fights, yeah? Yep, yeah. let's do it. The Madness. The Madness continues. And we are going to talk about last week's matchup which was the Silence of the Lambs franchise versus the Scream franchise. Let's see what people had to say. Mm-hmm. Ginger Jones comes in and says, I honestly think Scream is the better franchise. Silence is amazing, but we are voting on this as a whole franchise, not just the movie. I agree with uh, Ginger. 
there. Yep. Rob Humphrey says, Scream and Silence of the Lambs are both incredible. After that, I think the Scream franchise was more consistent throughout. I agree with you, Rob. Chris Schaefer. Chris says, Scream has a special place in my heart. I also think Scream 4 was the best it could have been. I can do without 2 and 3. Yeah, that's fair. Okay. I yeah. can definitely do without 3, but that's just me. <laughs> um, I agree with, with Chris there. Jordan Huxley says, Scream might, might not... Sorry. Scream might not be as deep as silence, but it's way more fun. Goddamn right it is. Yep. Chris Paley, he says, Scream is a one-note slash fest. Uh, I disagree with that, but it's pretty good, but it's not a patch on the character-driven ride that is Hannibal Universe is. No matter how mediocre uh, Hannibal slash Hannibal Rising are, Silence of the Lambs and Red Dragon are masterpieces. So, Silence of the Lambs. He, he, I can see he has a bit of a point, but uh, Scream, a one-note slash fest? It's a bit more than that. Yeah, I agree. Three notes. (laughs) Warren Money says, Scream has solid entries. The Lecter series had a few hit and misses. There are three awesome movies in each series, but Scream is more consistent. So, goddamn. Everyone screams. Six out of seven of those agree Scream is the better franchise. We'll see. Unfortunately, no one else did, because Silence of the Lambs takes this one. 67% of the votes go to Silence of the Lambs, and they are the franchise that are... Moving forward. Oh, wow. So, I yeah. did not expect that. Neither did I. I honestly thought Scream would, would, would win, win but, but yeah. Um, I can... Speaking about <laughs> pretty sure wins, let's talk about the next match because this one <laughs> uh, is... Well, we can we can say it's a, it's a pretty sure thing that one of these matchups will definitely walk it away. Yep. But you, you don't know. Some people might fuck us around and, and, and think it's all... Good and fun to have a joke on us. So the two franchises going up against each other this time are the Evil Dead franchise versus... Sharknado. I'll let that sink in for a second. Evil Dead versus the Sharknado franchise. Think Um, about it. Think about it. Do we really have to talk much about... Okay, look, to be perfectly honest here... Um, I have never seen a Sharknado movie in full. I couldn't do it. I, I turned it off. Yep. Uh, I, I agree. Watched, I watched part one when it when it came out, and uh, halfway through, I was like, "Look, I can't do this." The whole concept of that is like, how, why, who? Because they can, and because people <laughs> are stupid, and people make mu- and people love them, and they spend money. And if you're someone out there who loves them, and I know, I know, I have friends out there who love them. If you're one of those people that love them, all, all the power to you. Good on you. You can do something that I can't, um, but I don't. I don't know how you're doing it. And you can try and save them, and hopefully they move forward for you. Maybe, like, yeah, go go nuts. If you want Sharknado to win, vote for him. I'm going with Evil Dead on this. I think it's a it's a sure shit fire way in. Definitely Evil Dead for me as well. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, sharks. You know what? I, <laughs> I wouldn't put it past them to vote fucking Sharknado in. <laughs> do it! Do it! Go on. Give me your best shot. Vote Sharknado in. No. Uh, look. <laughs> the wife has spoken. If you do, <laughs> she's going to get her panties in a, in a twist. That's right. So you don't want that. 
Anyway, that is it for the franchise fights. Get your votes at the uh, Facebook page. You can go to horrorfordummies.com and it will direct you right to the Facebook page. Thank you, Jason. And uh, and there you can vote for what franchise you want in. And that's right. Evil Dead. <laughs> there is a little bit of me that kind of wants to see Sharknado get in. A little bit. Who knows? It could surprise us like this week with Silence of the Lambs. Yeah, but I, I can understand that. Where Sharknado... If Sharknado beats Evil Dead... That's just that's just a bunch of bullshit right there. Um, I'm I'm the type of man that just wants to see the world burn, you know. So, well, if that happens, we'll be like, who paid who? Yeah, I'll be I'll be bl- <laughs> you know what? I'll be fucking blaming Alan Charcha on that. I know I know who's up to these things, Mister Charcha. <laughs> All right, you want you want to talk about a movie? I do. You want to talk about us? I do. Not like us as a couple. Jordan Peele's Us. I know. The movie Us. Calm down, I know. Feature presentation. And now for our feature presentation. That's a classic right there. What does I Got Five on it mean? It's about drugs. It's not about drugs. It's a dope song. Don't do drugs. Get in rhythm. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Can't believe how big Dave got. Did you hear Gabe got a boat? <laughs> He's kidding, right? He's not kidding. Hey, I think it's vodka clock. Oh, yeah. Where's Jason? Jason? Jason! Where were you? I didn't know if you were lost. Stick with me and I'll keep you safe. There's a family in our driveway. It's probably the neighbors. But y'all scared a family? Hi, can I help you? Zora, put your shoes on. If you want to get crazy, we can get crazy. What are you people? It's us. They look exactly like us. They think like us. They know where we are. We need to move and keep moving. They won't stop until they kill us. And we kill them.
Us from 2019. This one is new. Um, was released, I believe, March, maybe April, around that time. Um, directed by Jordan Peele. You might know him as the director for the movie Get Out. Mm-hmm. This one comes in at an hour and 56 minutes and it is under horror mystery thriller. It has a rating of 7.1 out of 10, which is massively high for IMDb. Yep. Yep. Uh, okay, this stars... Oh, my God. <laughs> the names? I, um, I don't Do you want know. me to try? Look, this, this is one person... Yeah, go for it. Who? Her she, name is Lupita Nyong'o. Nyong'o? We'll go with that. She plays Adelaide Wilson, okay? She's the main girl that you see in the posters. I don't know how to fucking pronounce her name. But she was from Black Panther, Star Wars, The Jungle Book, um... Amongst other things. Yep. Then we have Winston Duke, who played Gabe Wilson, and he was one of the highlights of this movie for me. Mm-hmm. He is also in Black Panther. He's in Avengers, of course, because he's in Black Panther, and uh, he's in other stuff as well. Then we have. Um, God damn it. Shahadi. Fuck, I'm so sorry. I'm so bad with names. Shahadi Wright-Joseph, who plays Zora. She is the young daughter. She is going to be in the new Lion King film coming out soon. I'm actually excited for that. Hmm, A little bit. A bit interesting. Um, And she was in Hairspray, live. Then we have Evan Alex, who played Jason, um, a.k.a. Pluto, who is in... Actually, what has he been in? Nothing much. He's only young, so... He was in um, a movie called The Premonition. That's a short. He was in Kidding, which is a TV series. Yeah, he has not been in much. No, not at all. He's only a baby. How old is he? He was born in 2008, so that makes him 11. There you go. Um, this stars a bunch of other people, including Tim... Fucking another name. Heidecker. I think I nailed that one, actually. <laughs> Tim Heidecker as Josh Tyler. Now, I know this guy's name, but what is he been from? That's right. Tim and Eric's awesome show. He's one of the writer in that. It also stars Elizabeth Moss as Kitty Tyler. And she has been in The Handmaid's Tale. And Girl Interrupted. Mm-hmm. But yeah. All right. What is this movie about, Jaleesa? Uh, Do you want me to tell you? Yeah, you got All me. Right. I'm going straight off IMDb. <clears throat> The plot synopsis, sorry, the plot summary is a, uh, in order to get away from their busy lives, the Wilson family take a vacation to Santa Cruz, California, with the plan of spending time with their friends, the Tyler family. On a day at the beach, their young son Jason almost wanders off, causing his mother Adelaide to become protective of her family. That night, four mysterious people break into Adelaide's childhood home where they are staying. The family is shocked to find out the intruders look like them only with grotesque appearances. This movie is basically a movie about doppelgangers. Um, what's scarier than yourself? Pretty much. <laughs> I would Nothing, honestly. Honestly, I would... Oh my god. Hey, question for you. If, if I met my doppelganger and he was like an actual clone of me, right? Yeah. And I had sex with him, would that be masturbation or incest? I'd say probably incest because it's still a different person. Like, yeah, but it's another me. person. But it's me, baby, me. But it's not you. He would know what I like. Touching yourself. Though. Yeah, true. That's true. 
Damn it. Be that person of you touching you. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> all right, Jill. We're talking about us here. Now, the first question I've got for you is, this is, of course, directed by Jordan Peele. What did you prefer more, Get Out or Us? Um, look, I got Get Out a lot easier yeah. than this one. Yeah. Um, but I love the feel, the creepy feel of this one more. Okay. I thought you were going to go straight out and go Get Out. No. I'm saying. They both have their ups and downs. Okay. Um, we'll go into my next question while I answer this question. When I first came out of the cinema out of seeing Us, I wasn't really impressed. I walked out going, huh, Get Out was way better. Now watching it again and diving deep more and finding more about this movie, I prefer Us more. And I, I just found it more creepy. I found the uh, the score a lot better. Uh, the acting was great in both films. Let me just say that. But I preferred the acting in Us. Mm-hmm. Um, the the story still doesn't hit 100% with me. No. But it really neither did with Get Out as well. I mean, I get, I understand it. Let me say that. But it doesn't really, like, it didn't really blow me away um, with Get Out. Uh, neither did Us. Neither of these movies blew me away. Um, it's just not my cup of tea type of thing. I'm not saying that I didn't like it, because I did. I liked both these films a lot. But they didn't blow me away, such as a movie like Train to Busan did. Mm-hmm. Your thoughts on Us, Julissa? Um, <clears throat> I'm pretty much like you. When I left the cinemas, I felt a little bit disappointed. Like, it wasn't what I expected. Yeah. Um, still pretty confused with the whole um, story, I guess. Yeah. On where they're going or whatever. Um, I liked the creepiness of it and the acting was great. Yeah. Um, the music, as you said, was good. Yeah. I think, like, okay, we both came out of the cinema for watching <clears throat> this. We, I think it's safe to say we were both confused at, at certain parts. I still am confused. And and you, I'll, I'll tell you when we go in a spoiler section as to what part I'm confused with. But... I think I felt a little overwhelmed with this movie. I think there was just so much to digest after walking out that it kind of was too much for me. I'm not a smart man. I'm telling you that straight up. But I'm not a dumb person either. I can take things. This thing, I think, for me, was just a little bit overboard. Fancy? Fancy. Artsy? Not, no, no, not artsy. It just had... I don't know... It's hard. There were so many twists and turns and stuff like that that I just it didn't connect with me straight away. Up until I watched it for the second time, I had to like go and listen to podcasts and and read fucking university papers about this film to really understand it. Um, and I think after reading and and listening to other people's interpretation of this film, I, that that's when I found a actual love for this film. But it took me diving and, and, and trying to find um, hit meaning in this film for me to, to appreciate it. Mm-hmm. So, See, I don't like that. I Yeah, I, I I'd underst- rather watch a movie and get it. Yeah, you want, you, want to, you want to be escaped at that time while watching it. Yeah, and not have to it. go digging and researching to try and find what it was about. 
I get that. I get that. But it, it's much like Mother. Like when I saw Mother, I I walked out of that feeling confused and like eyes wide open. Like what the fuck did I just watch? Type of thing. And then after reading about it, it blew my mind. Much like us. If 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 I if I don't understand a film and I read about it and it's like, huh, is that it? Okay, I won't give it a rating at all. You know. But a film like Us, um, or Mother, that after I read it, it kind of, in a way, blows my mind. Mm-hmm. That's when I really respect the film. And that's what this film does. And, and and I can't really explain it now because we're not in spoiler section. But um, there was a lot that I opened up that, uh, that made me realise just how good a director and a visionary that Jordan Peele is. Yeah. I'm not saying that he is the next George Romero or the next John Carpenter. It's too early to tell. Yeah. It's too early to tell if he's going to be a great director. But, god damn, he's on the right path. He is, definitely. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> this one drops soon. Um, I think now it's out in VOD. And uh, depending where you're from, it's out in Blu-ray. Would you recommend us? Yeah, of course I would. Um give it a go and <clears throat> see if you can get it <laughs> but beyond story like technicality wise this is a fucking good film it is yeah if, if you take away if you just take away the story and you look at it from a technical standpoint I mean cinematography wise it's brilliant it's gorgeous set designs as well yeah yeah um, the, the acting I mean okay just going into the acting for a second. I mean, most of these characters have to play two characters. I'm sorry, most of these actors have to play two characters. And they just blow it out of the way. Mm-hmm. How creepy are some of these characters? They are. I mean, you have um, Adelaide, who also plays Red. And how she and how very different both characters are. Mm-hmm. It, yes, Extremely. They, yeah. Yeah, they look alike. But their characters are nowhere near the same. Yeah. And it goes with the rest of the family. Um, so that blows my mind. Like It goes with every doppelganger in that movie. Yeah. Yeah. Granted, we don't see every doppelganger in the movie. The two families. Yeah. But, uh, man, that would be a fucking task and a half. Mm-hmm. Just because I'm not an actor. I don't know what's involved in acting much. But I know it takes a lot to get into a character. Doing that twice, man, that'd be rough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How did you like the use of the song "I Got Five on it? And did you, have you ever heard that song before? No, not before this movie. N- neither. <laughs> I don't e- think many everyone's like, this is my jam back in the day. And yeah, stuff. Like, you're a fucking liar. What the fuck? <laughs> Where was I? I hear that too. Yeah, I love this song. Yeah, sure you do. <laughs> I, I've never heard it before. No. I... I honestly, honestly, I thought that the song I Got Five on It was made for the movie. I thought, I didn't actually know it was an actual full-on I Got Five on It song. I just thought the um, the theme was made for this movie, yeah. like the start of it. Yeah. I only found out it was an actual song after I searched it up on YouTube because I wanted to hear it. Because I thought it was just normal score music. Yeah. Because in the trailer, there, there, there is not much singing. Like you hear a guy go, I got five on it. That's it. So I thought it was a score. So I went onto YouTube to try and listen to the score. And next thing that pops up, hey, it's Lunas by, with, with an actual film clip. 
And I'm like, what, what, what? <laughs> and then, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was, and then like I've been listen to what <laughs> your reaction. I've been jamming that song ever since. <laughs> I fucking dig it. It's catchy, yeah. It is. Um, and that's apparently the only hit they brought out. Still good on them. <laughs> yeah, they'll probably get a big pay after this. Probably, yeah. Hmm. Do it for the people. Yeah. Um. Okay. What else can we talk about? Uh, this and spoiler free section. I think that's pretty much it. Just scores and then. I mean, spoiler. Okay, before we get into spoiler, f- spoiler filled conversation, this movie is filled to the brim with Easter eggs. Like uh, you, you can watch this film three times and not pick up everything. Yeah. I mean, I've got a list here to talk about, but I, I don't think that I've even come close to hitting the brim. Of, of Easter eggs or, or different things that mean different meanings of this film. Yeah. It's insane. Um, all the different hidden meanings and, and all the things that J- Jordan Peele put into this film that mean something else metaphorically. It's just crazy. I didn't even know one till this time we watched it. You pointed one out to me. Yeah. In the start, <coughs> which I thought say, was heaps cool. You can say that one now. It's not really a spoiler. No, I'll say that in the spoiler. Okay, fine. Save it with the spoiler. All right, yeah. fine. Well, why don't we just sum it up, wrap it up. Uh, we'll give our, our last thoughts, our scores, and then go into spoiler-filled yep. territory. Sounds good. All right. So, Tim, what's your score? Fucking <laughs> hell. Uh, look, I am going to give this a big fat nine. Nine. After, and I know it goes beyond, uh, uh, out of bounds to what I usually do. Yeah. Um, but after researching it a bit more and understanding the film a bit more, I really, really found a, a, a more attractive love to it. Um, it's it's a brilliant, technically it's a brilliant film. Story-wise, it could have picked up a, a few different things and could have been tighter on a different on some different things that we'll talk about soon. But overall, I I really enjoyed this film and I definitely recommend people go and check it out. Okay. And for you, honey dearest? Um, I'll come in with an eight. Uh, two whole points drop just for the confusion of the whole thing. Because it's confusing. Very. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Mm-hmm. Do you recommend it? I definitely do, yes. You, you say people should... They should sit down and watch this film. So you, you should go and buy it? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Jaleesa says go and buy this film, and if you don't, she's going to take off her flip-flop and smack you across the ass with it. That's right. Yeah, flip-flop gel, that's what they call you. <laughs> flip-flop gel. I refuse to call them thongs. Anyway, uh, that. so what we're going to do now is always we are going to wrap this show up, and, uh, and then if you have seen us, I think most people have seen us, if you have seen us, or if you don't care about spoilers, continue listening, and we are going to dive deep into this film. My God, we—if you have have seen us, I urge you to stay with us because I have some fucking facts that will blow your tits off, Jaleesa. Um, if you have not seen us and you don't want spoilers, now's the time to turn it off. Actually, no, wait till the song's over because it's a cool song, and then uh, and then you can you can turn it off. Then you can go see us, and then you can come back and listen to our spoiler-filled chat. Yeah? Yes. All right, well, until next time. um, Oh, that's right, next week. Next week, we are going to be uh, 
doing a little such and such episode. What we're going to be doing is another versus episode. We are going to be looking at the 1980 film The Fog, and it's going to be versing the remake. So it's The Fog versus The Fog. Is the remake really that bad? We will give you our thoughts next week. Um, but until then, go and check out the uh, Horror Fidelity's Facebook page. Give us a five-star rating if you can. Um, and if you are cutting off now, thank you very much for listening. Join us next week as we take on The Fog. Uh, if, you, if you are continuing, we will see you or we will hear from you. Actually, we won't. We, you, you will hear us after this cool song. Say goodbye. Goodbye. Yep. Like the cigarette, so pass it across the table like ping pong. I'm gone, beating my chest like King Kong. It's on, wrap my lips around the phony. And when it comes to getting another stogie, fools all kick in like Shinobi. Know me ain't my homie to begin with. It's too many hands to be. Probably let my friend hit bit. Unless you pull out the fat crispy. Five dollar bill on the real before it's history. Cause fools be having them vacuum lungs. And if you let them hit it for free, you well enough. I'm dumb. I come to school with Head to the east, hit the stroll tonight, oh, so we can roll big hashish. I wish I could fade the eight, 
but I'm no budget. Still rolling the two dough cut the same old bucket. Foggy window, soggy endo. I'm in the land getting smoke with my kid. Up in smoke, yeah, can spray your layer down. Up in the OAK, the town. Homies don't play around, we down there blaze a pound. Then ease up, speed up through the ESO. Drink the VSOP up with the lemon squeeze up. And everybody's roller, I'm the roller. That's quick to fold up, blunt out of a bunch of sticky doja. Hold up, suck up my weed, it's all you need kicking feet. Cause we're IBs, we need to have like a foo Greetings and welcome to Count Dajula, preschooler for preschoolers and whatnot. I am here to invite you to join in Count Dajula's preschoolers for preschoolers and whatnot. Here we show preschoolers how to act humanely into the society as we know it. Count Dajla, which is me, will teach your preschoolers to treat each other with respect. I will also teach them how to fly and how to suck. Their jewels. Ha ha ha. We'll also teach them how to count, such as one apple, and two apple, and three apple, and so on and so forth. So come down to Los Angeles where you can join in Count Dajula's preschoolers for preschoolers and whatnot. We take in all monsters, from werewolves to Frankensteins to witches and whatnots. Every preschooler you have. So come on down to Count Dajula's preschoolers for preschoolers and whatnot. Ah, ah, ah. Spoiler alert, oh yeah, oh yeah. Spoiler alert, oh yeah. Spoiler alert, oh yeah, oh yeah. Spoiler alert, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Spoiler alert. Yeah, 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 spoiler alert, yeah, 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 spoiler alert, yeah, yeah, spoiler alert, yeah! Okay, so if you are joining us, you obviously have seen us, um, or you don't care about spoilers, because right now we are spoiling the fucking shit out of this movie. And how we're going to do it is, Jaleesa is going to give us a walkthrough of the whole movie, and we are going to drop point from point, little different scenes and, and things you might not have picked up, or um, or what this scene means, etc, etc, etc. So, Jaleesa, take it away, honey. Okay. <clears throat> so the opening text at the start of the movie yep it opens up with a text that reads there are thousands of miles of tunnels beneath the continental united states abandoned subway systems 
unused service routes, and deserted mine shafts. Many have known no known purpose at all. What did you think when you read this? Were you uh, in? Yeah, at first I was like, oh, cool. This is cool. When I first heard, saw that text, I was like, oh my god, it's Mole Men. <laughs> I thought it was like, like uh, what do you call them? Crab people and reptilicus. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Creatures underground. That's mm-hmm. what I thought. I was, I was, that one, that, that really got me excited when I, when I read that. Yeah, I didn't know what to expect then. When I read it, I thought it was going to be like, amazing. <laughs> Having all those like tunnels and shit under the city. Yeah. But then watching it for the second time, I was like, I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You can continue. <clears throat> okay. Cut to a young family in an amusement Amusement park. Actually, sorry. Before that, we we cut to a a TV, a zooming of a, of a TV that's uh, showing hands across America. And if you notice the various amounts of VHS tapes, mm-hmm. before I continue about this movie, I just remembered something that happened to me that blew my mind. What? Something that my daughter said to me that that honestly made me shocked. So I collect horror VHS tapes. I have a lot of them. Standing up on a on a uh, shelfing here, yep. and she got one. Uh, she pulled one off, and she was looking at it. It was an Alien um, VHS, uh, the original Alien film, and she and she got it out, and she came up to me and goes, "Daddy, what is this?" And it was that moment that I realized, "Holy shit, this little five year old girl will never understand what a VHS tape is." Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so that kind of blew me away. Anyway, back to the movie. Um, we see a TV set with. Uh, Hands Across America being played, and it's got various uh, VHS tapes lined up next to the TV. Yep. Some of these movies are The Right Stuff, Goonies, The Man With Two Brains, A Nightmare on Elm Street, and the most obvious one out of this bunch is Chud, which uh, which that's the one closest to the TV. Most people would, would recognize that. Chud stands for Cannibalistic Humanoid Underground Dwellers. It's a movie from the 80s. About monsters, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> so that one was kind of obvious as to what it means. Yep. Um, the Goonies, kind of obvious as well. For the most part, they're in underground. Yeah. Uh, the Man with Two Brains. Another. So the two people. Yeah. Yeah. Nightmare on Elm Street. I never really got the reference to that though. Because it's, it's a dream. I don't know. There was uh, there was no dream in the movie. So I don't know. I've I've been I've searched up. Like no one I know has has figured it out either. So I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Going right over my mind. Okay, so then after that, yep, we cut to a young family in an amusement park. Yes. And here, this is where you um, pointed out to me that they walked past the Ferris wheel. Yeah. So they they must they mentioned that they are in uh, Santa Cruz. Mm-hmm. Which, uh, aka Santa Carla, mm-hmm. if that name rings a bell at all, you'll know where Jaleesa is going off right now. Yeah, and the mum said, "Would you like to go check out the Ferris wheel? I heard they're filming something over there." Yeah, you can get a job as an extra. That was in 1986. What film was happening in was being filmed in 1986 at oh, Santa no. Cruz Boardwalk? Oh, no. What is it called again? Ferris... No, it's not a Ferris wheel. Merry-go-round. Yes. Yes. The Lost Boys. Yeah. Tim's favorite movie. One of his. 
I think I said a Ferris wheel at first. You it's did. a merry-go-round. Merry yeah, yeah. Sorry. But, yeah, that's a, that's a cool tie into the Lost Boys right there. Yeah, I thought that was cool. Um, <coughs> it was. It's it's also here that you'll notice you'll notice some things in the background or, or things that, that that they do in this in this scene. For example, the father is playing whack-a-mole. Yeah. Do you get that at all? No. So what's the object of the game in whack-a-mole? Hit the mole. Back underground. Get it? Okay. So they're hitting the moles to go back underground. Yeah. Kind of a hint. You'll also notice um, that the father wins Adelaide a Michael Jackson t-shirt. Yeah. And my God, I fucking want that t-shirt. It's so cool. Mm -hmm. That's a badass t-shirt. Anyway, just remember this. Remember she has the Michael Jackson t-shirt because that t-shirt comes into full effect later. And we'll get into it soon, but that t-shirt has a bigger meaning than what it is. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Continue. Uh, Young Adelaide goes off wandering and finds a hidden mirror maze and meets her doppelganger. Did you happen to notice the name of this hidden mirror maze? Um, it was like, find yourself. Uh Uh-huh. Funny. Get it? Cool, Mm -hmm. huh? (laughs) (laughs) Um, do you have anything you want to say No, no, continue. You're right. Uh, cut to present day and we have adult Adelaide with her family. Yep. Uh, driving to their holiday house at Santa Cruz, not Santa Carla. Yes, not Santa Carla. God damn it. Santa Cruz. Um, let's just, let's just talk about her, her family quickly. So we have Adelaide. Um, is the mum Gabe is the father then we have Zora weird name as the young daughter and Jason mm-hmm. as the little boy and Jason is the coolest motherfucker ever because he's wearing a Jaws t-shirt oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I I tried to figure out does the Jaws t-shirt have any reference or any hidden meaning to the movie at all no. and it doesn't Jordan Peele just really likes the movie Jaws and asked Steven Spielberg if he could use it Really? That's the only reason it's in it. Oh. Yeah, so. Um, the family sing I Got Five on it. And oh, wait, wait, wait. Before that, before that, I didn't write it down, actually. Do you remember the scene where Adelaide is watching a spider crawl on the, uh, on the table? Yes. There is a scene where they have a big plastic spider, and from underneath the big plastic spider, another spider comes crawling out underwards. Do you get that at all? Eight-legged freaks? No. So, Uh, a spider is shown crawling out from underneath a bigger spider figurine on a coffee table. Because obviously, come on. So it's like the movie. Yeah. But the tune to Itsy Bitsy Spider is whistled throughout the films. That was the tune that Adelaide was uh, whistling when she was in the the mirror maze. She was whistling Itsy Bitsy Spider. Really? Yep. Now, think about the lyrics to the song. Itsy bitsy spider climbed up the water spout. Down came the rain and well, washed the spider out. Not that. I mean the first part. The song <laughs> is a reference to the tethered living in underground tunnels and emerging to get revenge on those living in the sunshine. Interesting. Just another another point of how so many things. That's how. That's what I'm saying. Like Jordan Peele thought about this film, thought about what he was making, and it gets deeper. Trust me. Wow. It's, it's absolutely crazy how deep this film gets. But yeah, continue. We can go back to the next part. All right. 
The family sing I Got Five on it and head to the beach where they meet their friends. Okay, stop right there. I Got Five on five on it, mm-hmm. okay? This part in the movie is a clue as to what the twist was. Now, I will tell you everyone right now that, I don't know about you, Joel, but I I uh, guessed, the, guessed the, uh, the twist at the end from the starting intro where we see Adelaide meet her doppelganger. I, I knew what was going to happen in the end. The twist was roles reversed. Mm-hmm. The doppelganger is Adelaide, and Adelaide is the, the tethered. I knew from that scene that that's what was going. Okay, yep. but here's a twist to it: as as uh, they're they're in the car and they're jamming to "I Got Five on it. Adelaide turns to Jason and is clicking her fingers <clears throat> and saying, "Come on, keep up with the beat." If you watch carefully. Adelaide is offbeat, which is uh, <laughs> which is saying a lot because it's slightly just like her character. Her character is slightly offbeat. Yeah. Do you get that at all? So she's... She's slow. No, she's not human. She's a tethered. You following? Yeah, sort of, yeah. <laughs> so you know how the twist is... Yeah, yeah, I know. That's yeah. the part I don't understand, but yeah, we'll get to that later. Okay. Continue. Okay. Um, what's their friend's names? The Taylors? Tyler's. Tyler's, yep. Uh, Adelaide gets paranoid about everything and Jason goes wandering off and he sees Jeremiah, eleven eleven guy, again. But wasn't he being put into the ambulance? Yeah. So do you remember as they're driving to the beach, you see that, that guy that, that, that guy with the sign saying Jeremiah, eleven eleven being put into the ambulance. That's when um, the man Adelaide seen when she was younger at the amusement park too. Uh-huh. Now, before we continue, Jeremiah 11.11. That is obviously a Bible reference. And I have it written here. The uh, Bible reference is, Therefore thus save the Lord. Behold, I will bring evil upon them, which they shall not be able to escape. And they and sorry, and though they shall cry unto me, I will not hearken unto them. So I, I didn't know what it meant either. I had to search on Google for the meeting. Apparently, it means that God is sick of our shit and is bringing up a a hidden evil to plague us. He's throwing a wrath on us. Yeah, and the <laughs> hidden evil is the tethered. Okay. So the the eleven eleven. Can, you can also look at it as... The same number. That. Two times. That. Also, uh, also it's four ones, meaning four members of the Wilson family. You can look at it that way. I mean, there's many, many ways you can go into it. Yeah. Um, now, let's just talk about the beach part for a second. Okay. Now, okay, what's your problem with this film? What do you mean? Like, y- you said we'll get to that later... You were confused about Adelaide being red. Mm-hmm. Okay? Yep. Explain that. Um, <clears throat> how they supposedly switched when they met when they were little. Mm-hmm. How is it that this new, say, Adelaide girl, who's in the light now... So, so, so we'll call red, them human and tethered. The tethered. Wait. You've confused me now. Which one am I talking about? The human. So the the, the human, the one we're, we're following with the, the whole tethered? movie. The, no, the one we're following the whole movie. We'll call her the human. Okay. The one with the raspy voice that has the, the red cloth and the scissors. 
is the tethered. Okay? okay. We'll call that for now. Okay. Um, yeah, how they switched when they were younger. The tethered well, knocked her out pretty much and took her place. Uh-huh. Um, how is it that Adelaide, the human, doesn't remember any of this and actually thinks that she's human and has no clue? Mm-hmm. She acts... Like, everything's fine. She's supposed to be there. Like, nothing's of it. Yep. Even though she should remember all those fucking people down there. Yep. I don't understand that take. And then she's, like, full freaked out that there's doubles and yep. all this shit. Yep. Um, she does. Here's the thing. Now, I was with you the whole time. I was like, yeah, I don't get that either. I found out that the whole movie, she knows she's a tethered. And when she's on the beach, she's freaked out because she is back to where she was at the time. And she's scared that the real Adelaide is going to find her and ruin everything. And is Take that her, her back down to underground. And is that her whole speech uh, with the husband too? I feel like she's getting closer and closer to me. Uh-huh. Because now, think about it this way. And it goes deeper into the movie, like later on to the movie. We see that the tethered follow every action that humans do. Mm-hmm. Um, sorry, I've lost my train of thought. So but, they're copying what you're doing above ground, underground. Yes. Yeah. I mean, you can go into many loopholes with that with that little part. I mean, what happens when people go on planes? But we, we won't talk about that. They just go um, around the holes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so the whole time Adelaide... The human one we're following the whole time. She is nervous that um, the tethered Adelaide is going to find her and bring her back down to the underground. But then, see, it seems so easy to get out. Why, once that um, now tethered one, who was the real Adelaide, um, find her way out? Why did she stay under there for because all those she's, years? She, because she's human. She, uh, well, she says it in the movie, it took her years to make this plan. Which I know, I know, it's kind of a loophole, like, why did it take you so long to make this plan? I know. Why didn't she just come back up to the surface? I know, I know. You could say that maybe she doesn't know how to get back to the surface. Maybe it took her because she follows the, they follow the uh, above ground people. Maybe it took um, Adelaide coming back to the spot for her to find her way. So, but then how does that work? Does she start following the one above now? Even though she was the human? <laughs> yeah, you'd, you'd, you'd think you'd no. You'd got me. Because she was the one above, you'd think she'd still be leading. Yeah. Oh, didn't think that, did you? May, maybe when they get on ground, it's different. I don't know. I don't know. It's a, it's a loophole. <laughs> hmm. Every film has them. But that's, that's, what I, what, that's what I gathered. So to answer your question, she does remember everything that happened. She remembers being one of the tethered and eating rabbit and all that stuff. And one of the things that I, one of the notes I wrote is, um, it's also worth noting that Adelaide's behavior becomes more animalistic as the film progresses. Um, and this is reflected by the state of her white dress, which becomes redder and redder with blood following each encounter. Another thing is that at the start of the movie, they're eating uh, restaurant food. Adelaide eats strawberries. She doesn't touch the meat because she's lived off rabbit the whole time. Um, and she does it in a strange, almost animalistic fashion. I mean, it's a subtle detail, but there's hints to it. Yeah. So 
going back to the beach part, we see Adelaide noticing all these different things, such as the frisbee hitting the blanket perfectly on top of the hole, and she, you can see she's starting to get nervous. Mm-hmm. And that's where it makes you... The second time watching this, it's like, oh, she's fucking... She's scared because she can she, she knows that she's probably close. The tethered Adelaide. Yeah. It's close. So, yeah. If you also notice Jason playing in the in the in the in the sandcastle uh, in the sandcastle in the sand. Yeah. What do kids make in the sand? Sandcastles. Jason's making sand tunnels. So this comes up to another point later that I don't believe, but a lot of people have believed that Jason is also a tethered. Uh, see, I don't uh, see that. We'll, we'll get into it later, but yeah. Hmm. Anyway, um, continue. Okay, one second. <clears throat> we cut to the night back at the holiday place and yeah. Adelaide opens up to her husband about her doppelganger she saw when she was young. And I love that line. <laughs> She's telling Gabe how she saw herself and he goes, you saw yourself in the, <laughs> in the House of Mirrors? <laughs> yeah. I thought that was gold. <laughs> um but yeah, yeah. Uh, then you get that that line from um, I believe it's Jason who comes and says, "There's a family in our driveway." Um, which I, I love that line. No real reason. It's just it just creeps me out for some reason. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So continue <laughs> where we are now. Uh, Jason tells the... We're up to that part now. Yep, okay. Jason tells the family that another family is in the driveway mm-hmm. and husband Gabe goes to talk to them and they don't respond until he mentions uh, the cops and that's when they scatter and attack the house. <laughs> Going back to that scene where he's talking to the tethered and he goes, if you want to get crazy... Let's get crazy. I love that scene. This is... I don't know, the dialogue in this movie... See, okay, here's the thing that Jordan Peele does. He knows how to deliver comedy. Mm-hmm. Like, you give it to any other fucking studio and film, and their, their comedy's just forced, and it doesn't work. Example, The Mummy. But in Jordan Peele's, Peele, Peele's films, he knows how to deliver it. Like, he makes it funny. Yeah. Like, for example, when, uh, when Gabe is sitting on the lounge, and he goes... <laughs> he's talking to his wife and he goes I'm going to take you to the magic room later or whatever he says like it's gold like it's stuff like that that's believable but like it's it's something that people would say but it's so funny yeah or he's sitting there like with his legs spread and he's like hey like it's it's comedy like that like it's not force like I don't know he's sitting there and a fart comes out like I don't know I just I love the way he does comedies in his film so. I agree I agree so yes, we cut to the part where the family uh, go nuts over the house. Mm-hmm. And that part is probably the key part that creeped me out the most. Seeing Pluto, the little boy, just get down and fucking scurry away. Start running on his all yeah. fours. What the fuck was that? <laughs> and um, The yeah, dad yeah. just walking straight towards Gabe. Like a fucking, like a golem. Like mm-hmm. a robot, like yeah, pretty much is a robot. Yeah, technically goes out to the acting in this film. Mm-hmm. Once again, is it's incredible. Yeah, like how they just 
deliver even just subtle walks. Mm-hmm. It's great. And then um, how Red knows the key is out the front yeah. under the rock. Yeah. And how did how does she know that? She used to live there. Exactly. Uh-huh. Mm. Go, going to fast forward a bit, we got to the part where the family now break into the house and we have that confrontation between the tethered and the real family. Yeah. Now, we meet the tethered family and they have different names to uh, to the Wilson family. We yep. have Red, who is Adelaide, Adelaide doppelganger. Um, Abraham, who is Gabe's doppelganger. Uh, Pluto, who is Jason. uh, Jason's doppelganger. And I'm struggling to remember Zora's doppelganger. Um, I can't remember her one. Isn't it there? No, she's only got one. (laughs) Um. Ah, sorry, no, I've got it here. Yeah, I can't remember. Umbre. 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 And I try to find a meaning to the word, to the name Umbre. I know there is. I know there is. I couldn't find it. But... Let's just talk about the names for a second. Now, I know you can you can you can say that I'm looking too deep into this, but maybe I'm not. Now, Abraham. The name Abraham could be a reference to Abraham Lincoln Lincoln, who freed the slaves. Okay. Yeah. We can kinda of go off that. Pluto, the little boy who, who who did Pluto. Pluto, as most people know, is a planet. Yeah. Or was a planet, is a dwarf planet that is now left in the shadows. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It, apparently, what isn't a planet anymore or something? Yeah, it's well, dead. Yeah, it's it's in the shadows. Am I looking too deep into it? <clears throat> I think so. But Just a little. Even so, it's still cool. Another thing I noticed, and I'm probably looking too deep into this, but I think coming from Jordan Peele and being the horror fan that he is, the two kids, the two little kids, Pluto and the other kids, Jason. I mean, come on. Two names in horror movies, Jason Voorhees and Pluto from the Hills of Eyes. Am I... <laughs> well, think... he probably did that, yeah, because he has all the other subtle hints throughout maybe, the movie. Maybe, so... So you're probably right with that one. I think that's cool. Anyway, let's talk about what they wear, though. What the tethered wear. Mm-hmm. So... The red jumpsuit. The red jumpsuit and... The brown glove. One brown glove. Now... That's why I said the brown glove. Yeah. What does that make you think of? Michael Jackson. Mm-hmm. Going back to her T-shirt. Why do they wear that? Thriller. I don't know. <laughs> um, well, there's there's a bit more to Michael Jackson when we get to the ending. But um, Adelaide, aka Red, now yeah went down to the human uh, to the tethered world wearing <laughs> the Michael Jackson Thriller T-shirt, and she was obviously a big fan. You notice the mum at the start, they're on the boardwalk, tell the dad that she got scared with that with that uh, video clip. So Michael Jackson's really all she knows. He's wearing a red suit and, and wears one glove. But she swaps shirts and then she comes back. I know, but she top. still has it in her mind. So, but I thought that was cool. Yeah, I guess. So, yeah. Okay, we'll continue. They make their way into the house and doppelganger Adelaide, a.k.a. Red, explains who she is and she says we're Americans in a creepy, croaky voice. Okay, this one is going to blow you away, right? Yeah. Uh, okay, before before I do that, let's just talk about her voice. <coughs> Why is her voice croaky, Julissa? Uh, well, we guess because she hasn't spoken for so long no one speaks down there okay that's a little part of it the other part is that 
uh, her doppelganger, Adelaide, grabbed her by the throat and choked her, crushed her... Her voice box? Yep. And because she was down in the tethered, they don't talk down there, so she hasn't used it for all this time. So she when she gets back to the service and use her voice, it's... Creepy. It's, yeah. Very creepy. Yeah, it is creepy. The line she says, we're Americans. Now, I know, we're Australians here. You and me do not live in America, we live in Australia. So, we are seeing this film from a different perspective. This film is a very American film. Mm-hmm. Obviously. The movie is named Us. Yeah. Or is it? Or could it be US? Meaning United States. I think it's just called Us. Well, Jordan Peele has gone on to a state record that this film could also be US. United States. Now, okay. <laughs> is it? Is it a... Uh... They're saying they have clones over there? Is that... No, the message? No, 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 no. <laughs> um, Is it coincidence that his first movie was Get Out? His next movie can be interpreted to as US. Get Out of the US. Then <laughs> is he talking to the black people? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> You're racist. No, but you, <laughs> you, hear, it, you, you hear it constantly. <laughs> how people now, because... Uh, Donald Trump is president. People want to leave the US. Yeah. Maybe this is a political statement that he's trying to make. Get, maybe. get out before Trump ruins everything. Maybe. Maybe. Do you know what's cool about this? And, and and coming from a different country altogether, Australia. This movie fits Australia right now to a T, to a fucking T. How? Because okay, this is this is a movie, and this this whole movie as a whole, you can interpret it in so many different ways. There is really a no wrong answer. Like, if you have it interpreted and someone else has it interpreted in a different way, no one's really wrong. In my little world, okay, and it wasn't made for this at all, but it fits so well. In the Australian um, economy right now, I don't know if you've heard on the news, but the, the, the Australian leaders right now, the Prime Minister and all that stuff, have decided to give themselves a little pay rise. But in doing so, they've cut uh, workers' pay Significantly, I don't know how much, but that's what they're doing. This movie, Us, is about the lower class people rising up and taking over. How ironic does it fit with us right now? If it actually does come to that. How cool is that? That's pretty funny. That's, I, when watching it the other day, I was like, wow, this movie fits so well with what's happening in Australia right now. <laughs> um, so what I'm trying to say right now is... As, as, uh, <laughs> an underground leader of Australia. I have a microphone here. I'm telling every Australian out there, let's get some scissors and kill people. <laughs> let's run riot through the streets, yeah. then hold hands. Yeah. Because it's fun. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so let's continue. Um, yeah, she states that we are Americans, and uh, we get the whole fight scene of... of yeah, she pretty much explains the whole story of what she had to go through. Uh-huh. Um, blah, 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 and that they're sick of it. Mm-hmm. Um, then she pretty much tells them to chase their doppelgangers. Yeah, yeah. To kill them or to, like, I'm guessing to kill them. Yeah, to kill them. Because, uh, much like in the Jet Li movie, there can be only one. That's what they're trying to do. They're trying to... Erase 
the uh, the other the others the others yeah that yeah. lived up the glory. Yeah. All right. Now let's go into the funniest part of this movie, the part that made me chuckle the most, when we have um, um, Abraham and Gabe. Gabe. I was thinking Wade for some reason. Abraham and Gabe, who are fighting on um, Gabe's shit boat, and <laughs> Abraham has Wade. Sorry, not Wade. Gabe, tied up in a garbage bag. Garbage bag, and I guess he's going to drown him. And then he hears other tethered people yelling out, and Abraham goes on to make the funniest noise that I've ever heard. Oh, I just lost my shit. <laughs> I thought it was fucking hilarious. But did you hear the thing he was communicating with on the other side? Yeah, the other tethered. Yeah, so they all have their own different, like, kind of languages. Sorry, not languages, kind of voices. Yeah. And they're all fucking creepy. Except Abraham's, who just sounds like a complete retard. Oh! (laughs) It sounds like my son. He's like an ape. Yeah, exactly. And he kind of looks like one, too. Yeah. Um... So that was my funniest part in this movie. <laughs> but let's get to the next funniest part, which is coming up in a second. Yeah. So we get to the Tyler house. Mm-hmm. You want to talk about what happens there? They get fucked up by their doubles. Pretty much, yeah. But in doing that, they have a thing called Ophelia, which uh, I'm guessing is uh, like Alexa or, or, Google. Or, or Google, what we have here. Um, very much the same where you speak where you say its name speak into it and it does what you command um, <laughs> Kitty Tyler says call the police so Ophelia turns around and says okay playing fuck the police by NWA that part was gold <laughs> how he uses NWA but uh, once again kind of a hidden meaning with that song what's the first line of fuck the police by NWA Fuck the police. Coming straight from the underground. I mean, like, it works most most notably for that funny comedy line. But then you think about it, it's like, holy fucking shit. Jordan Peele's a fucking genius. <laughs> <laughs> he really sat down and thought about every angle and he, everything. He did. Every single little thing. My God. All right. Continue with the rest of the movie, honey. Uh, where do we go from there? Well, um, okay, the the Wilsons come to the Tyler's house, see the... And notice something's off. Yeah. So they walk in and see... No, no. Uh, she knocks on the door and then the dad, doppelganger dad uh-huh. from the Tyler family opens the door. Yep. Then he takes her and then... Um, comes I guess after. The kids go in after her. Yeah. Uh, then he follows the dad... Um. But you'll notice that, that the tethered kitty goes to attack uh, Adelaide, mm-hmm. but then stops. Yeah. I think she does that because she realizes that she's a tethered as well. You think? Yep. I thought she was saving her for red. I mean, yeah, you could look at it like that. Um, it, I think both answers are right. But yeah. But, uh, yes, then we are met by, um, what happens there? We are met by, uh, the, the, um, um, Umbre? Is it Umbre? Yeah, I think so. That's when we get the attack on the, on the car. Yeah. She attacks on the car as they're, as they're driving away. They dismantle the Tyler family. They're done. They're gone with, um, and Umbre is attacking the car as, as they're driving away. So, Rock, um, Zora slams on the brakes. 
um, Umbre flies, gets I, bent over a tree backwards. Yeah, fucked up. She gets fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the end of uh, her. Now we're just going to come skim. We're going we're gonna to cut forward a little bit <laughs> and um, we're going to go. It's, it's coming into daylight now, morning time, and we cut to they see their car. Yep. And then they see... It on fire. They see Pluto standing there. This is where I get confused, okay? Mm. I don't understand this part because, like, okay, why... As we see as we see Pluto, we, we realise that it's a trap. What he's doing is trying to blow up the car with the family inside. But then we see Jason get out and walking back and Pluto imitating him. Here's my question. Why... Does the tethered imitate some things but not others? This is my biggest question in the whole movie. I don't understand that scene. Well, when they were under the cover, like hiding in the cupboard, they were both lift- lifting like their masks and stuff. Mm-hmm. They were copying. But once again, why does he do it at times and not others? Um, maybe he felt in the mood to copy him. <laughs> I feel in the mood to jump in the fire. He must be a massive Metallica fan. I don't think but, he's the smartest to realise the fires he, that he's walking well, into. I mean, saying that, he, he, he almost blew up the whole family with a cool trick, with a cool um, plan. The mum could have planned that, since she's hiding camouflage Possibly. in that black and red car. Yes. Now, that camouflage scene was great. I, uh, I, it scared I watched... me a tiny bit the first time I seen it, so I didn't see her there at first. Yeah, it's like Predator. Yeah, without the noise. <laughs> All right, but okay. Jumping forward a little bit, we then get to the to the, uh, the the final battle between Red and Adelaide, and this was because she stole Jason. Yes, this was just done so perfectly. How the choreography with with the use of um, the score in the background, the I Got Five on It score in the background, how it's how it edited perfectly with the with the fight scene mm-hmm. is probably the best scene in the whole movie. How they like dance fighting? Yeah, yeah. They just they know each other's moves and stuff like that, and and they. And that's where this is where Adelaide's animalistic side starts to come out uh-huh. and frustration. Yeah, yeah. So pretty crazy right there, um, and we see a whole lot of rabbits. Yes. Now we didn't even mention that rabbits are the food source of the tethered. Why rabbits, Julissa? I guess because they breed like crazy. That is a very good point. I mean, you're, you're never without rabbits. <laughs> so, <Yeah. laughs> Another thing that I that I thought of when thinking about rabbits is a rabbit hole. Rabbits live underground. Yeah. And rabbits often get used for scientific experiments. That's true. So, and obviously we are now... That's what she was pretty much explaining to her too yeah. when she went underground. So she doesn't say government, but we all know it's they're, they're a government... Um, and something went wrong, so they just trapped them all underground or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Cut forward in the movie, she kills Red, survives. Then we see them driving off as we realise that Adelaide is indeed a tethered. We get the big reveal that she is one of the tethered, and her plan, basically, I guess... Well, here's the thing, who's the good person in this um, I don't know because I don't really know what Red's plan was. Like they Red's did all plan... all this just to hold hands. 
No, no. <laughs> You're cute. Red's plan was... I know was... it's to make a stand, but they're holding hands. Uh, <laughs> Red's, <laughs> Red's plan was to return to to the top. Now, hear me out, right? Okay. If we're to believe that Adelaide is indeed tethered and stole Red's spot up top, the whole movie is made to believe that the tethered people are the bad people. But Red is just trying to get back to where she came from. She's just trying to take back what's hers. So who's the fucking bad person in this? Adelaide. The once tethered? No, the one that the, the, the one we follow in the whole movie. The once tethered one? Yes, once sorry. Last you said the one that was tethered. <laughs> um, okay, the holding hand scene at the end. I don't think that that's what their plan was. was they just a... fuck shit up and then hold hands. <laughs> okay. Alright. Stand so, in a line. Hands across America. Okay. We did it. What is stands uh stands across <laughs> hands across America? Well, it was a charity event in nineteen eighty six where Americans were encouraged to form a human chain across the country. The goal was for participants to raise money that would go to charities to fight homelessness and hunger. Roughly 6.5 million people participated and 65 million was raised. The event was deemed a failure though, because the amount that eventually went to charities was in range of 15 million after the cost of running and marketing the event was deducted. And apparently there were a lot of holes in the chain, so apparently it was a big um, failure. But okay, how does So it... why are the tethered doing it? Okay, yeah. To get charity. Um, the Tethers version is a statement of their existence as a united force. After they massacre the population of Santa Cruz, they join hands to declare to the world they have arrived. So, and it's once again, like, she was, like, she had a shirt. And apparently, if you were involved in, um, Hands Across America, you, you got a shirt. So she was involved in that. That's something that she knew from the upstairs world. And this is something that she was trying to get all the Tethered involved in. Once they kill him, let's hold hands and take over the world. And shout, yippee! Okay, they, they don't talk. We made it clear that they go, oh! But he died, so... Yeah, uh, okay, now, the last little thing that I have... Uh, See, I don't know how she gives it away in the van that she's a tethered. Like how Jason's looking she, at her. She doesn't. She doesn't give it away. She doesn't give it away. She doesn't. Um, but why does Jason look at her funny? There for are a while? many. There are many fan theories that state that Jason is also a tethered. Mm-hmm. Um, there are different fan theories. Um, I will see if I can find one quickly. Now let me. Okay, re- let me read this. I don't really believe it too much because it goes a bit weird, but. Um, Okay, at the, at the end of the movie, we see the glance that Jason and his mum are doing, and then Jason pulls down his mask. That was actually a secret message to his mum that they are both tethered and have uh, kept their true identity hidden from now on. Now, when you look back on how Jason has been acting throughout the movie, this, uh, this theory could add up. The theory goes that Jason and his tethered counterpart, Pluto, somehow switched with, another, with one another Similarly to how Adelaide and Red switched sometime before the present day events of us. Fans of the theory point out seemingly telling signs like how Jason is drawn to hiding out in dark closets when he plays 
similar to uh, how the underground lab be, or how he digs sand tunnels at the beach rather than sand castles. He's also shown holding a rabbit at the end of the movie, which is the animal association with the tethered. People also pointed out similarities between Jason and how Red acted as a girl right after she switched places with Adelaide. With Red was in, while Red was encouraged to dance to express herself before learning to speak, Jason is shown to love drawing. His drawing of the dead man with the Jeremiah 11.11 sign also seems to show he may know more about the tethered than he was willing to admit. Um, there has also been a lot of talk about the connection between Pluto's burnt face and Jason's fiery magic trick. Fans of the Jason is tethered theory propose that Jason never actually forgot how to perform his magic trick, but rather that this new tethered person has simply never done the trick before and is learning it from scratch. In fact, the original Jason may have performed the trick so well that he actually wound up burning off half his face because Pluto swapped with him. Another grim theory suggests that every time Jason tries the, and tries the trick and fails, Pluto mirrors his action and succeeds, which burns his face more and more. <laughs> which is funny. Uh, finally, there is also a sense throughout the film that Adelaide and Jason share a special connection beyond the rest of the Wilson family. She has him snap along with her car, they share a moment while leaving the Tylers, and she always prioritizes him over everyone else. It all seems to point that the possibility that Red knew Jason was not really her son at all. This is just a fan theory. I'm not really into it. It um, makes sense in some parts. Some parts, but I mean, like, Jordan... She does favour him over the others. Yeah, yeah. Bit. And you see that scene where uh, Pluto, the burnt, like the tethered Pluto, is walking back into the fire and Adelaide reaches out her hand to, to help him. So, I don't know. It's more of a fan theory. I don't really go into it. Jordan Peele has not come out and confirmed or denied it. So, yeah. hey. Um, okay. My last point, and this goes back to the Michael Jackson theory. This is a... Uh, this is very much... The whole movie is very much like the uh, the film clip to Thriller. How? So, okay. We see that Adelaide is a normal person. Mm-hmm. Much like how Michael Jackson is a normal person at the start of Thriller. Right at the end of Michael Jackson's thriller, Michael Jackson's turn around to reveal the glowing eyes, aka the wealth eyes, and in the end of Us, we reveal that Adelaide is the monster. Kind of go hand in hand with each other. So there's that. Does that get you at all? Um, yeah, it does. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So that is us, and this is us. Because we are now at the end of our review of Us. Yes. Pretty. Uh, does that make you change your mind about the film at all? About anything I've said? <laughs> no, it's still confusing. <laughs> do you, you want to ask questions? Not really. Because I think I've got a pretty good concept of what happens and, 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 and the grasp of what everything means. Yeah. Um, no, I'm good. You're good? Yeah. Okay. I'll probably stay confused. I, I, I love it, how detailed it is. Uh, I think it's brilliant. I think it's brilliantly made. Um, <laughs> um, I, I just love it. I, once again, go and check it out. My God. One of the dislikes I don't like with this movie as well is um, the opening credits take forever. Yeah, they do. But it's just it's... showing how many rabbits they have. 
a lot, but it just <laughs> keeps going. Yeah. Yeah, okay, fair enough. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. All right, guys, that is it. Thank you so much for joining us here on episode 82 of Horror for Dummies. Once again, if you have stayed with us this far, thank you again. If you like the movie to us, let us know. Let us know your thoughts on the movie of us. And uh, we'll be back next week with The Fog. Yeah. So, yeah. All right, guys. Talk to you later. Bye. Creep on in, on in, on in. Thank mm-hmm. you.